So we have these expectations, or I like to call them our soul standards of what we need to feel loved, to feel safe, to be seen, um, to have vulnerability, to have sex. Like we have like these, these standards, these parameters in which allows us to fully be present in a relationship with somebody, to connect with somebody, to bond with somebody. Welcome to My Orgasmic Life podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro-dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen, and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say, because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello. Okay, today's episode, are you ready for it? We're going to talk about healing and personal growth. So today, if you're looking for wild, crazy me, I'm toned down today. <laughs> I'm putting on my healers and my supportive hat uh, versus my torturer hat. <laughs> or my slut hat or all the other hats that I wear. So, okay. So today I was inspired to talk to you about, here's the title of our episode. If only they did blank, everything would be better. So what I want to talk to you about is why we believe, why we carry, why we move in relationships, especially romantic, intimate relationships from this belief that I, changed, I can change them. I will change them. Once they change, they'll be perfect. Oh, they're okay, but I'm going to change them till they are perfect. I'm going to train them till they're perfect. And why do we move from that perspective? So that's what our conversation is going to be today. Okay, where do we want to start with that? So if you're like, oh, well, yeah, of course. Of course, if you change, the, you got to change them. You got to train them. They don't come fully developed when you start dating them. So if that's the mindset that you're moving from, I lovingly invite you to listen to the whole episode before you hang up on me, <laughs> okay? And before you're like, fuck you, Gaia, <laughs> wait till the whole episode, we do the whole episode, okay? Bear with me. So why do we believe that people were supposed people are supposed to change if they love us so we have all sorts of belief systems we're taught all these belief systems if you really love me you'll change for me you'll become the person i wanted you to be 
And we see that we see that that love paradigm, that love modeling in our parental relationships that we grew up with. Uh, we see that in our, you know, romance, uh, you know, Hollywood movies everywhere. We see it everywhere. And often, um, I think it's this piece around being in denial <laughs> and being in truth. Okay. So that's why we do that. That's why we have been programmed. So it's not your fault. So I'm just going to, like, I just want to say this. It's not your fault. And I, whenever, whatever I'm going to say, I do not want you to feel like I'm judging you. I am not judging you on any level. I have done it. I still catch myself doing it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a bad uh, habit that society has created within ourselves. Okay. So it's not your fault. I just want to start there. Okay. However, it's not supporting you having a good relationships and it's definitely not supporting you being happy. That much I can guarantee you. So I want to tell you a little bit about um, what that's like. So what if, so let's just start with the what if. What if the person that you met when you were dating is the exact person that you fall in love with and is the exact person for the whole time you're in a relationship with them. All the good, the bad, the ugly. Their strengths, their weaknesses, their bullshit, their trauma, their baggage, all the things. What if that was our new like standard of like, and not just dating, but friendships, business relationships, like all of our relationships. What if that became like the new standard of all of your relationships? So I'm going to say it again, because it might be a new concept, because it certainly isn't mirrored in our society. So what if you could have your relationships with people, you meet them, and you get to know who they really are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and you accept them, the good, the bad, the ugly, and they're a good fit and they're aligned with your good, bad, and ugly, and you share your good, bad, and ugly, and then you're in relationships with them. You don't have to fix them. You don't have to change them. They don't have to become something that they're not. They don't, you know, we don't, if we start moving from that perspective, life gets really easy. So here's what, so that's the what if part. Now, you're like, guy, that isn't even fucking possible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I promise you, it absolutely is. So I used to move from a bunch of, and I'm going to call them delusions, because <laughs> that's what they were. But I would have, if, you know, years ago, I would have said, no, that's the truth. So we have these expectations, or I like to call them our soul standards of what we need to feel loved, to feel safe, to be seen, um, to have vulnerability, to have sex. Like we have like these, these standards, these parameters in which allows us to fully be present in a relationship with somebody, to connect with somebody, to bond with somebody. 
Now, what typically happens, and I've done this lots in my past relationships, is that whatever your standards are, you meet somebody that meets some of the standards, and then you ignore the ones that they don't meet because the part of you is like, well, I'll just change them so that they do meet those standards. The longer we're together, the better the relationship will become. They'll eventually get me. They'll change their belief system. They'll change how they move with money. They'll change how they think about sex. They'll, they'll change how their eating habits. They'll, cha they'll change it all. Or, so that's one delusion that we tell ourselves when we are first in uh, relationship dynamics. The second one is, again, those soul standards. Those are the things that are really important to us. We... Uh, we say to ourselves, they're not that important. So if there's like 10 things on your soul standard list or your checklist that are as important for you and the person meets, and now this is important, how many of those on the checklist depends on how, how much self-love, self-worth, self-healing you've done. And that's just the hard truth of that. So if you're moving from a hurt and wounds and trauma and places that you may only need one or two, you may only uh, accept that one or two of those 10 is good enough because that's all you could get. So that might be the wounded heal healing places that you need to heal so that you're like, I need all 10. Otherwise, I'm not in. Right. Which again, if you're, you know, as we go through this conversation, if you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, I need some support. That's what I do in the world. Uh, please reach out to me and I can help you heal and release and uh, change. I don't want to change you. <laughs> Let's change some of my language there. <laughs> my job is not to change you or fix you. My job is just to help support um, and clear out any old wounds or trauma that's interfering in the life that you want to have, okay? So that's, that's my role. I'm not here to change you. I'm not here to fix you, okay? Just say it. So if you're interested and you need some support, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. All of the ways in which you can spend time with me are in the, at the outro um, as well as in the show notes. Okay, so where was I? Oh, yes our list. <laughs> so if you have 10 things on your list, and depending on where you are of feeling worthy of love, will depend on how many things on that list have to be met before you're willing to have a connection with somebody, whether that's a friendship, a, a romantic relationship, a sexual relationship, a business relationship, a friendship, like all the things, all the different kinds of relationships, you'll have different, different things on your list. And you'll say either one will happen is, oh, I'll totally change them. Or two, oh, it's not important. It's not really important. So let's just take a moment and be fucking honest. <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with anybody who happens to be listening with you. Let's just take a moment to be honest. Both of those beliefs 
how well have they worked out? I know for me, neither one of those have ever worked out. When all 10 of my needs, my soul standards are not met, those relationships, especially the ones that are the closest to me, uh, never work out. There's a lot of heartbreak and drama and crisis and hurt. And again, I mentioned the drama, lots of drama. There's lots of crying. There's lots of anger. Not happiness, joy, ease, and orgasm. <laughs> so, and I've done both. I've done both of those things where I'm like, oh, it's good enough. And I've done the, oh, I'll be able to change them. Now, there's a third thing that we tell ourselves. Lovely delusion, aka lie. <laughs> Which is, we read in to people having the skills, the personality, and we believe them, we interpret the way that they move in the world as that they are in line with us. That happens all the time. Uh, that was my third stage <laughs> of my relationship evolution. I recently changed a lot of my relationship dynamics with people uh, all last year because I believed I wanted, so let's, let's start there. First off, I wanted to believe that the things that they did, the things that they said meant what I wanted it to mean, which was like one of the, so one of the key ingredients of knowing me and one of my high level soul standards across the board that must officially exist in all of my relationship dynamics with people is being radically honest and looking at your shit and course correcting, okay? So that's the foundation. Like all of my, I have like, you know, I have some sex ones and some laughter ones and open-mindedness ones and relationships with money and, you know, reliability. Like, I, I mean, I got some other ones, but like that is the number one across the board for me because that's how I move. I, when I'm telling myself bullshit, I call myself on bullshit. I surround myself with people that call me out on my bullshit, even when I don't want to hear that they're calling me out on their bullshit, my bullshit. That is crucial for me. So I used to believe, now I know the difference, the fact that I didn't know the difference because I desperately wanted to believe that when somebody talked about their stuff, that that meant that they were going to work on course correcting and improving and doing something different in their life. And so when people talked about their stuff, I thought, and I thought because I was wanting that to be true, <laughs> I'm just going to own it talking about bullshit. I wanted it to be true. So I then allowed myself to believe that them talking about their stuff um, and analyzing their stuff meant that they were going to do something different to course correct that. 
which I didn't realize was like the most important part of that equation. It's not just awareness, not just talking about it, not processing. It's like, it's taking action for me. So I then had to like, look at the truth. <laughs> like, oh, wait, yeah, that's not really, that's not really what it is. I thought that was what it was, it is. I deluded myself into what that was, is. And now I have to look at the truth because uh, well, I'm all about being radically honest. And so therefore, it's time for the ugly truth. <laughs> and then I had to have conversations that were really uncomfortable and created some drama. And there was some crying and there was some anger um, with people who were really hurt uh, because I was like, I'm sorry, we're not, we're not aligned. Uh, this isn't a good fit for me. Um, this is why this isn't a good fit for me. And I'm spending all this resources and energy in time trying to, you know, basically now change you now that I realize it's not who you are. Now I really want to, cause I really want to keep our relationship. So now I'm trying all this stuff to change you, AKA manipulation. Let's call that what that is. Um, so now I'm trying to manipulate you into doing what I need you to do and the way that I need you to do it so that I can keep you in my life because that's really what I want, which is to keep you in my life because I wanted you to be something that you're not. <laughs> so this is why we're having this conversation. Like I said, lots of uh, like some honest truths in this conversation. Um, again, we all do it, including me. Um, so now I have this new philosophy, like I'm like really leaning in, like hardcore leaning into being radically honest with myself and radically honest with other people, and then allowing myself to listen. So um, I have teamed up, if you haven't seen any of the episodes, uh, it's called Radical, Radically Honest Real Talk Series. And I have teamed up with one of my besties, uh, Dana Ferret, and we talk about all the ways that being honest shows up in our lives. And so it's fun, it's playful, um, it's uh, crazy, and you never know what we're going to say, <laughs> which is pretty much spending any time with me. You never know what I'm going to say. And we have a fantastic uh, workshop coming up in June called Becoming the Human Lie Detector. So this is where we can start, we like dive into like, what is a lie? What is the truth? What is the lie somebody else is telling us? What is the truth? What is the lie we're telling ourselves? What is the truth? If we can recognize lies in others, we can recognize lies in ourselves. If we can recognize truths in others, we can recognize truths within ourselves. And we dive deep into what that, the subtleties and the layers of that, you know, moving beyond just the blatant lie to, well, the truth, the real truth is that a lot of people lie because they're unaware that it's a lie. They believe they just like what I was talking about. I want to believe in quotations for everybody who's listening in quotations. I want to believe this to be true. The, I want to believe it to be true does not make it true. Truth is truth. It is either is or is not. There is no, I want it to be, so I'm going to convince myself it is. 
which is really how as humans, we kind of move for the most part with ourselves, with others, within relationships. So I highly recommend you come join us. Um, and again, the link will be in the show notes. Okay. I know this one's like, again, not much fun, but it's an honest conversation that needs to happen because I have many, many clients. I have many, many friends and many, many people come and talk to me about relationships because, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I do in the world, right? Is help relationships be the best version of themselves. And the number one problem is that everybody's expecting everybody else to change because we haven't been honest with ourselves about what we really want. We haven't been honest about who that person really is. And then we like tell this like delusion that they're going to change or we're going to make them change or they'll love us enough to change. These are the ideas. These are the thoughts that we have. And again, I'm just going to remind you, take a moment, just pause with me. How's that worked out? <laughs> How's that worked out? How is that currently working? So I want to share with you my new relationship dynamics of really moving from this place of, okay, so here's the good, the bad, and the ugly of who you are. Here's the good, the bad, and the ugly who I am when we meet. And then I can decide, does the good, the bad, the ugly work with how I work in the world? And does my good, bad, and ugly work with them in the world? And then we can have a, a real conversation. So all of my new, it's, it's really actually quite fascinating. In the last three weeks, I've made two new friends in close proximity to me. And I'm like moving from this new belief system. So, you know, I have two major relationships that are like very intimate, very connected, primary relationships, so to speak, because I'm ethically non-monogamous. So I have all sorts of different relationship and intimacy levels with people. So two of my relationships are like epic. Best relationships ever. We've just like, this is who I am. Who are you? Right now, one of those relationships has been in my life for a very long time. And we, uh, we have navigated being in relationships, many different versions and forms. It's like I said, he's been a part of my life for like 27 years. Um, but the real reason that our relationship is solid and the best it's ever been is because both of us have stopped trying to change each other. Both of us have been honest about who we are and both of us have been honest about who the other person is. And so we've kind of made a decision that our job is not to change each other, is to accept each other 100% where we are and then allow the other person the opportunity um, to ask for support if they want to change or do something, but they want to change or do something because it's not serving them and has nothing to do with the relationship dynamic. Uh, my secondary relationship, which is just as equal, so I hate using, uh, you know, I'm using some language, primary and secondary, but they're not. It's just like different, different people that I'm in love with. Um, so uh, she, so being bi uh, or pan as I am, um, is quite lovely. So I have male energy and I have female energy. So my female relationship 
my girlfriend, she's quite new in my world, only since like November, and it's now the end of April. And um, so with that relationship, because I've had a lot of girl drama, like a lot of girl drama, a lot of that, that's where for me, it really shows up in the delusion of wanting them to change or believing them to be something that they actually are not, because that's what I want them to be. So that's how I see it. That's how I interpret it. That's how I believe it. Some of it is people believing or wanting or, or selling themselves as that, but the real reality is that I buy it because that's what I want. So my current girlfriend, um, I decided I was moving this new way where it's like no more of the uh, delusion for me, no more reading into what doesn't exist. Um, and then the third thing that I do around the whole changing people is uh, manipulating the dynamics in the relationship right off the bat when I first meet people. I'm kind of like, that's part of my superpower uh, and skill is to be able to, well, that's why I'm a great dom and all the things that I do is basically be like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to be this and we're going to go there. And so I'm very skilled at it. And I didn't realize that I, that was one of the ways in which I started off relationships with that I want to change people to be what I want them to be. And I would start on right away their communication styles, how they move in the world. I ask them probing questions. I facilitate, basically I'm always, I was always facilitating the relationships um, so that I would get the outcome I wanted. And so <laughs> that's also led to a lot of um, crying <laughs> and drama disappointment and chaos so I'm no longer doing that um yay but so this current relationship with my girlfriend she I don't do that with her I'm just like all right this is who I am this is who you are I accept you for who you are you accept me who for who I am I'm honest about who I am uh, the good bad and ugly she's been honest about the good bad and ugly and some of the power dynamics between us because um, there is a, a power exchange between us where I'm her dom and she's my you know, submissive as well as the other dynamics between us. So part of my role and responsibility is to help her be the best version of herself. But that is different than changing her. Like I have no desire to change her. She's perfect as she is. I'm just there to help her, support her and facilitate her being the best version of herself that she wants to be, not who I want her to be, but who she wants to be. Okay, so it's a really important diff, like uh, discernment for your, for people who are listening. Um, so anyway, so that those two dynamics is like there's zero like zero fights, zero arguments, zero uh, distress. Uh, there is just ease, laughter, and a hell of a lot of epic sex because there's none of these other things. So let's fast forward to, um, or rewind. Uh, I was talking about, I made, you know, in the last three weeks, I've made like some really amazing new friends. And so I've taken this philosophy of like, here is the good, the bad, the ugly, here are my soul standards. And I just say it like this, very like 
like if you were to ask either one of them, they would be like, it's, it's like going to a job interview and it's very clinical. <laughs> Which if you're in my personal life in any capacity, you're like, yeah, that's that's guy across the board. <laughs> Even sex, I take that approach. I'm like, there's no like seduction. I'm like, all right, what do you want? What do you don't want? Here's my likes, here's my dislikes, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And then once we have established all that stuff, now we can roll around naked. So I kind of do that. That's kind of my personality style. But leaning into this letting go of, I need to change people. I need to manipulate them. I need to, uh, you know, like, otherwise it's like, I'm not going to have any friends. I'm not going to have any relationships. I'm not, it's that, like, I used to move from that place of fear of scarcity, that we won't be enough. There won't be enough people. There won't be enough lovers. There won't be enough cock. There won't be enough pussy. There won't be enough love. If I, like, it's like, it's too greedy to have all of my needs met. So I'll put up with some of my needs met. And then, um, you know, you'll either change the other ones. I'll accept. I'll be like, ah, oh, they're not a big deal, which they're always, by the way, always fucking big deal. It's always the reasons that relationships break up are those things. So, so, so that it's not a big deal. It's a fucking lie. Full on hardcore delusion lie. Okay. They always matter. So anyways, back to my new friends. <laughs> so they're lovely and We've negotiated all these things, like what does it mean to be friends? And what does it mean? Like, what kind of time do we spend with each other? And what kind of connection do we have? And, um, you know, uh, I, for me, like I said, you know, I've called them out on their shit and they've already, you know, called me on some of my bullshit. And it's like beautiful. It's like absolutely beautiful. And again, no stress, no drama no crying, not because of drama, <laughs> crying because we're sharing and bonding and happy. Yes, but not because of drama. And it's amazing. So I'm here to say 100% that moving from the place of I can change them, it's good enough. Or I believe it exists when it doesn't really exist because we they have our like delusional glasses on. Has never worked out. Not for the greater good, not for your greater good, not for ease, not for happiness, not for epic sex, not for uh, harmonious uh, existence. It comes at a huge price and the price never gets paid. That debt never gets paid. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work itself out. What works itself out? Because I spend a lot of time with couples. So couples have come with these patterns. That's why they've been in relationships. That's why they fall in love. And then they're like in distress. And the things that they're in distress about are the things on their list that they either thought they could change about the person or uh, said that it didn't matter. That's why they're, they're here. They're in my office. They're in my office because it did matter and they couldn't change them. <laughs> and the person is angry about being changed. So it's like not a win-win for anybody in that scenario. And what has to happen 
in order. So some of those relationships, I will be honest, because I'm all about the honesty these days, uh, don't make it. They don't survive. They don't make it. And they have to lovingly release each other because there's no way of course correcting that because the, the, the gap and those things that didn't matter or I thought I could change were too important and they, they're just too important. For a few, there can be uh, a beautiful shifting of getting to know the person truly who they are. Because often when we're dating people, we don't show the good, the bad, the ugly, we show the good, the version we want to be. And so um, a lot of times we fall in love with the person that we, they, they wanted to be, but they are not in a lot of ways on top of, so that's another layer of like not distorted perception, okay? So for some couples, um, letting go of that I'm gonna change you and letting go that this person has to meet all of these standards and letting go of sometimes it's the letting go of the level of connection and the level of intimacy um, that can happen where you get to see the person for who they are and their strengths and their weaknesses, the good, the bad, the ugly. And some of the ugly is not really your jam. So instead of being like really emotionally connected, you kind of pull that intimacy back a little bit and you, you know, the intensity of the relationship so that you can just enjoy the good and you're, you know, you don't have to spend time when they're with, with the things that don't really resonate or work for you. That's one way that, that those relationships can work out. Um, another way is that there's this beautiful thing about, all right, because we're always evolving and we're always changing. So Sometimes when we stop trying to change people and we like allow them to be who they are, sometimes they're more spectacular than we realized they were. That's what I've currently realized. <laughs> That's the current insight for me is that when I stop trying to change, you know, my male partner that I have right now and, uh, wanting him to be this other thing that I thought I really wanted him to be. And I just stopped and allowed him to be, and I stopped trying to change it, manipulate it, control it, do all the things. Um, he's actually way more spectacular than I even knew he was, even though I've known him for 27 years. He's really wise and insightful. Um, like so many wonderful things about him that I was never aware of because I never gave him space to just be who he was. And I never allowed him to be who he was. And I never allowed him to, re to receive for him to share who he was with me. Like there's all these layers and levels to that. And so that's another beautiful way in which some relationships evolve into this new space of, allowing each other to be who they are and but in honestly be who they are not who you want them to be who you think they should be um who you need them to be but like who are they and so there's this also this rekindling and and a re-sparking and not even re-sparking sometimes it's just sparking getting to know this new person and sometimes that new person is spectacular beyond measure. And sometimes that person is just not a good fit for you. But no matter what state, whatever that outcome is, 
being in the current dynamic where you're trying to change them, you're trying to manipulate them, you're unhappy, um, you feel unsatisfied, you're resentful, you're angry, you might be cheat. Like there's all sorts of things that come out of this. You might start, you know, be cheating, you might like be hurtful, like all sorts of things can happen from this point. So um, either way, uh, whether you resolve it and you get to know somebody new, like you let go of what your expectations of who you think they need to be and who you want to change them into, um, or you find out that you really get to know them and you find out the good, the bad, the ugly is not in line with you and you end your relationship. Either one of those outcomes is better than the current state of being that you're in right now, which is filled with, I can, I honestly can tell you is filled with a lot of shit storms. <laughs> I know from my own personal experience, from all my clients, all my friends, it's always a shit storm. There's no happy ending that, that, that comes from, oh, I can totally change them <laughs> or Oh, that thing doesn't really matter. So a couple of things that I want to add before we end today's episode. So one, um, starting to recognize your own and coming to this place of self-awareness and understanding who you are, what you really believe, what you're really being honest with yourself or not being honest with yourself. I wrote and published this amazing book called Stop, Drop, and Wiggle. Seven Easy Steps to Happiness. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> um, seven Easy Steps to Happiness. And this book is really beautiful and amazing. And it'll help you start to understand how your brain works and why your brain works the way it does. And, and you know, some really easy steps on how to navigate that and change that without necessarily having to go to therapy for 12 years. Okay. So again, stop, drop and wiggle, seven easy steps to happiness. The other thing is, is that there's a past episode, if, if you happen to be uh, identify as female. Um, I did a wonderful episode called uh, episode 128 called why women manipulate to survive. So I dive into like why the need, why it's so ingrained to manipulate, to get our needs met from a place of manipulation instead of from a place of just asking for what we need and, and ask, you know, to believe that we deserve it. And we don't, you know, of those 10 things on our list, we get to have all 10 things. We don't have to just survive on two or one or five of them, but we can have 10 of them. So um, you might really enjoy, and I dive into from a historical standpoint, um, why women manipulate basically the core of survival. Okay. So you might really enjoy that. All right. So I hope you stayed with me. I hope you're like, all right, maybe I might look at this. <laughs> I'm here. Great resources. I got you. You don't have to do this. You don't have to be in the chaos and the drama and the stress. You don't need it. Your partner and your partners, depending on what 
relationship dynamics you have um, and love paradigms and sex paradigms you have, um, maybe one or more partners um, don't need it. <laughs> they don't want it. You don't want it. No one wants it. Right. So let me know how I can support you. I hope you knew this, this episode was insightful. I promise the next episode will be wild and crazy. I only do one of these healing truth. Look at your shit. <laughs> Deep in your shit once a month on the, uh, my orgasmic life. So, you know, I'll go back to fun Gaia. <laughs> so make sure you watch for the next episode and listen to the next episode. Also, I'm going to do an extended version. Um, and in our extended version today, uh, all in order to get the extended version, you have to be a Patreon member and um, it's only $5 a month. So definitely come check it out to listen and see and watch the extended version. And so in the extended version, I'm going to dive into a little bit of like, how do we course correct um, our need? Some of us control freaks, <laughs> our need to change and to control and to manipulate um, to get our needs met. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that in the extended version today. Okay. So hope you enjoyed. Go team go and uh, tell your friends, share, post, like, comment. I really, really want your feedback and let me know what are you liking about the episode. I've done a lot of shifting and changing of the intro and the outro and, and hook and you know, promotion, all sorts of stuff has been changed. So I want to know, do you like it? Do you not like it? Does it make you uncomfortable? The intro and the outro have me kind of having orgasms in the background. Is that like exciting for you? Or is that like, oh my God, what is she doing? No, I'm uncomfortable. I got turned off. Like, I want to hear, I want to know. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your support. And you got this. Bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So, Quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out on Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, uh, My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. 
And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.